The Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I'm Banner. Gary. All right, so I just want to say that the sports world lost two people over the weekend in uh, the Marlins pitcher, Jose Fernandez. Is it ironic that a Marlins pitcher died in some sort of boat capacity of fishing? Just saying. Just saying. And a golf legend and Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Don't really watch golf, never did, but I know the, the drink was great. <laughs> and a moment of silence. Yeah, right. All right. Tim Tebow, baby. Oh, God. We're First talking about this. Back. First uh, home run, sell the jerseys. Oh god, what is he in? The, Bring out the fucking. Is he in the single Tebow A or dudes. double A or? I don't know. It's in? that instructional league or something <laughs> like that. Instructional league. So like, I'm guessing it is fucking bottom. Oh god, dude. He's got a Mets jersey, and that's about as far as we know. How much do you think they paid the fucking pitcher on the other team? <laughs> throw a fucking, they're like, listen, kid, a thousand dollars. Just right down the plate. Just right down the plate, guys. Just let old Timmy fucking smash it. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But, all right, that's cool. Tim Tebow making his way into his baseball greatness. Wouldn't that be some shit? Oh, God. <laughs> I could just hear fucking Ooh. baseball stadiums across the nation. Tebow time. Oh, God. It would happen. It would. It would happen. Oh, man. Tim Tebow fucking <sighs> going across the nation, hitting home runs for everybody's fucking good time. Oh, God. All right. So, enough of Tim Tebow time. <laughs> uh, UFC 205. Gonna be like a stacked show. Yes, it is leading off. Uh, the I mean everything on that card. It is the first card that will be happening in New York City now that they have legalized it. Madison Square Garden, where all the greats have fought, and this card is stacked from top to bottom. Um, coming starting fucking i mean you got jim miller against tiago alves tiago alves welterweight vet fought for the belt got destroyed uh has been kind of up and down since looks like he's making the move to 155 um fighting jim miller uh jim miller wildly vet cost me some money quarterback for the bears uh, a long time ago, now broadcaster. <laughs> he got busted for roids. They probably both have that in common, considering most UFC people Ow. have. <laughs> Ow. Zing, zing. <laughs> uh, then you got Tim Bosch versus Raphael Natal. And this is all the prelims, folks. These are just like the build-up fights, which would be, eh, you know, maybe main card fights and some lower pay-per-views and stuff. Uh, then you got Rashad. By wrestler terms, they're jobbers. Basically. And then we got two... Uh, Old-time fighters that really aren't making any noise in any division anytime soon as Rashad Evans looks to make his debut in middleweight um, after an unsuccessful return to the, the lightweight class, uh, I don't know, a year, two years ago. And then you got Tim Kennedy coming back after a long time. Tim Kennedy hasn't fought in like two or three years. I don't know the exact, but it's been a fucking minute. Uh, then you got... Uh, really Frankie good fight. Frankie Edgar there. Frankie Edgar versus Jeremy Little Heaven Stevens, who I would actually love to see um, either of these guys get a shot at McGregor um, over the Aldo fight. I would much rather see Frankie or Jeremy Stevens. I don't know. Aldo, I don't know. The 13-second knockout just ruined it for me. I just, why, why run it again, dude? Unless, like, you have to. Unless, I don't know. 15 seconds is 10. Although, it didn't look, like, a lot of people are going to say, Aldo looked so good against Frank Hager. I really didn't think he fucking did. I thought, like. All right, let's get off this 13-second bump. All right, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Then you got Misha Tate, Raquel Pantan. Yeah, it's whatever. I don't know. Two girls that are going to get destroyed if they get a title shot, probably, pretty much. Misha uh, Tate. <laughs> then you got Habib Nero Magamo um, versus Michael Johnson. I know you don't know either of these guys, uh, but uh, these. I will, I'll go with the guy called Michael Johnson. Yeah, you're probably wrong unless he's able to clip. I mean, that should be a good fight, but 
Habib is a fucking beast and 23-0 and has destroyed through the division well, and injuries have held him back. But we'll see. I don't know either of these guys, so I'm just... You should. Well, yeah, well, you you probably make a little bit of money through 50 bucks on Michael Johnson because he <laughs> should be an underdog. Um, I don't know. We could look up the opening bets. Maybe we will have to do a segment of that maybe at some point of a little bit of betting and eh, maybe a little strategy on how to lose your money like me. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got, passed up the Donald Cerrone fight? Yeah, I'm sorry. Donald Cerrone versus Kelvin Gastelum. I'll pick um, Cerrone. Yeah, no, you actually like Cerrone a lot in that fight. Don't give me a... thing with Kelvin, though, Kelvin hits really hard, and Donald Cerrone did show at lightweight that he won cracked early in fights. I mean, he would fold, especially body shots, and Kelvin hits hard, but Kelvin usually has a hard time making weight. So it, This should be a good matchup for Cerrone based on cardio alone. Is there a 204 that we're missing? Uh, Yeah, but this is really the important card since it just was announced. Um, and 204 no one gives a fuck about because it's nah, just like a, a warm-up uh, for the 205? Oh, no, that's not necessarily true. There's a really good... Uh, what did we just have? Was that 203 or 202? 203 is where Punk got knocked out. Oh, Punk tapped Was out. it 203? Okay, so 204 is with Michael Bisbing and Dan Henderson, the rematch. We actually watched nah. that fight. You saw that fight at UFC 100 when Dan Henderson, Stone Cold, knocked out Bisbing hard. Yeah. And now Bisbing's the champ, and he should whoop Dan Henderson's ass now because Dan Henderson's old and a one-trick pony. Um, but he does have the one-punch power still, as we saw when he knocked out Hector Lombard. Okay, moving on. Chris Weidman, finally back. Yoel Romero, that should be a good fight. I don't know what the fuck to think of it. I'm going with Yoel. Okay, well. <coughs> Pat's picking up names and looks here, people. Um, but, yeah, uh, it could go either way. He's 11-1, 13-1. Both are good wrestlers. Um, Chris Weidman has shown really good cardio throughout his career, so he has a big advantage there. So, probably go. Probably go Weidman, but we'll see how good Yoel Romero's uh, top game is if he can get Weidman down because we saw Weidman get dominated by Luke Rockhold in the championship. Moving on. Joanne Jajajek and Carolina Kalowickis. I can't say it. Um, strawweight title, two Polish bitches throwing down. Um, Who's the champion? Joanna. I want to pick Joanna. She's been the champion. She's had a run. She's been really fucking good since she got in. I'm going to pick her to win. And then we have Tyrone Woodley, the chosen one, against Steven Wonderboy. The Woodley, the brother? Going to go for Woodley. I actually like Steven Thompson here. If Steven Thompson's ground game is super legit, I really like it a lot. Uh, Steven, Steven Thompson is a beast standing up and wrecks fucking people. He has embarrassed two top five welterweights back-to-back in bad fashion. Um, and then we have the main I'm picking event. McGregor. You're taking McGregor, huh? Yeah. Ooh. You know... I'm, I gotta, my personal uh, thing here, I just gotta. Since I still don't know as much about these guys fighting, I have to just go off of picking a guy and riding it. I, I mean, I do think there is truth to what Connor says, where he says uh, Eddie Alvarez can get cracked. However, Eddie Alvarez has an amazing amazing ability to get people to the ground and go and grind and grind and grind. And I think that's a really bad matchup for McGregor. I'm going to say I'm going to be on both sides here. McGregor is either going to knock him out or Eddie Alvarez is going to decision him or submit him. Cause I could see him getting wearing on Connor so much in the third, fourth round, that Connor's just totally. I don't know. Out I, of gas. If Connor does what he did in the last fight, he'll just run away from him but, and. Catch well, his yeah, but but and... here's the but here's the thing though. Like with Diaz, Diaz is making him work, but in a different way. Eddie Alvarez is gonna be on him, making him wrestle. 
it's a whole different. If Connor's getting tired at his own game, standing up, pounding, if he's getting tired from that, when he's really grappling with someone, he's gonna, it's gonna wear him out even more. It is. And the thing is, is he able to hit, is he able, able to collect the chin of uh, Eddie Alvarez? And I do kind of think Eddie Alvarez reminds me of a better version of Dustin Poirier. And Conor McGregor made really quick work of Dustin Poirier. And they have very similar styles. And uh, I think you might be right. Probably going to go with Conor here too, the more I talk about it. Yeah, definitely going with Conor. All right, so UFC 205 stacked card is predicted November 12th. November 12th, it goes down. We'll probably talk about it and run it into the ground until that day comes. Because it's too big of a card, folks. All right, but as we talk about too big of a card, welcome to the results of WWE Raw Clash of Champions, baby. (laughs) All right, so we got that kickoff match. I predicted Nia... Nia Jax, we kept on calling her fucking Nia. Her name is Nia Jax. Well, would beat that shows her relevance. Would beat Alicia Fox, <laughs> and she did. She beat a lot. Alicia Fox. We both predicted she would. Then we had Charlotte defeating or retaining her championship in the triple threat. I believe we both took her, Charlotte Flair. She did win. Cruiserweight championship. You picked Brian Kendrick. Eat shit, because TJ Perkins is your champ. <laughs> um, but next week, he is going to be defending it on Raw against Brian Kendrick. Oh, nice. And, and Charlotte's going to be defending the Women's Championship against Sasha Banks. Then there was also the New Day retaining their championships against the club, which you picked the club. Again, I beat you. Yeah. So I'm 2-0 and on you. They also had a rematch the next night on Monday Night Raw with the New Day also retaining that. Let's be honest. Very rarely do titles really, outside of women's titles, cruiserweight titles. The tag team is definitely up there for titles that do get exchanged, but not very often on Monday Night Raw. And and, And the real belts, forget about it. It's like maybe once a year. That happens. Though. It happens. No, I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I've definitely watched it when I was younger. It, it, once a year, something crazy, you know, would happen or some shit. Um, but for the most part, builds don't really change hands on Monday Night Raw, except for, you know, here, down. And for those that don't know what I just said, here, down. I went to the list where the where the cruiserweight championship started well, and went to the championship just came back. I know. And like, so I don't know where you're getting that information. And from. or like the USA, what's the USA the US one? title? Which one's that? Who's fought for that? Rusev. <coughs> we'll be skipping a couple, so we'll get to that. Okay. So okay. the next match, which I thought was the best match of the night up until the end of the match, Sheamus versus Cesaro. Yeah. I picked Cesaro. I don't know who you picked. I don't remember. But it was I don't a draw. Say either. Yeah, it was a draw, so it doesn't matter. Who picked who, but... And then on Monday night, did you see what happened on Monday night? No. All right, so on Monday night, basically, they both pl- uh, like pled their case to Mick Foley about them getting title shots. And Mick Foley was like, you know, like, you both are right, but I can't put you guys in an eighth match because I said this was going to go seven matches. I can't have you guys go out there and kill each other. No, you're both going to get title shots, but it's going to be at the same title together. You guys are going to get a tag team title shot. So my prediction is they are going to dethrone the New Day to become the new tag team champions and basically be the WWE's odd couple of two fucking guys who just go out there and try to one-up each other because on Monday night... They did try to go out there and, like, just one-up each other. They fought two jobbers in a tag team match. And basically, they just, like, beat the shit out of these guys. And, one like, one guy was like, I would beat the shit out of this guy this way. And, like, 
he would go and slap his partner, and they'd be like, oh, fuck you, buddy. I'll yeah, beat the shit out of the other guy. Classic, mm. classic. Well, that's um, how it was. If we all remember, in my opinion, the greatest oddball was The Rock and, of course, Mankind, which was the best odd couple. What, the Rock and Sock connection? Oh. Well, and basically Mick Foley teamed these guys up, in storylines at least, and is like, you guys can be, like, he's like, you guys are incredible. You guys are amazing. And why don't you guys harness that power and own this division? I think they're going to be the ones to take the titles off in the new day. That's just me, though. Then there was Sami Zayn versus Jericho. I picked Sami Zayn to win. I think you picked Jericho to win. Jericho did win, so you pick up a match right there. Look at that. Um, So, two to one. Then... Roman Reigns defeated Rusev, and I picked Rusev to win. You picked Roman Reigns, I believe, to win. So we are tied. And then I picked Kevin Owens to retain the WWE Universal Championship, and I don't know who you picked. I don't remember. I'm going to have to look at it. I couldn't tell you. But But I'm going to say that you picked Kevin Owens because I think you did. I might have because I just uh, uh, thought that they're going to roll with the storyline a lot longer until they're going to roll with that. until until so- And I feel like the way Kevin Owens is, uh, I don't know. If they wanted, it, it would be a good destruct Brock Lesnar destruction to come into it. I know you think it won't happen. Just I think don't it will. see it happening. I will, especially now. That they're talking for the big... Wait, who were they talking? Or were they talking... So when... when, when Do you want to put money on when Brock Lesnar is going to supposedly win this title by? I just think... I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to happen. Because I don't see it happening at least this year. Yeah, maybe not this year. I don't even see it happening by WrestleMania. I just don't get... Here's the thing. Because if you're true, in, in my opinion, if you're truthful so on what does you Brock read, Lesner, does Brock Lesnar main event WrestleMania though? No, he doesn't. They you don't think they have a no, main event? No, event? they might tell him he's main eventing it and present it kind of as a co-main event, but he will not be the last card on the match unless it makes sense for him to be the last card on the fucking match. Well, because he or was was he at SummerSlam? Him and Orton. That's how they ended it. Right? Yeah, that's how they ended it. I don't believe that they should have ended it like that, though. No, I, I agree, and that's one of my points, is that if they don't give Brock Lesnar a belt, and they keep doing this where he's the main event, and well, there is no you, belt... Then that, maybe you let him main event WrestleMania without the belt. Well, no, but it, it no, 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 sense. no. It doesn't make sense, because then it tarnishes the value of your belts. Because then it's like, it who gives a shit who the championship, who the champion is? Because Brock Lesnar's beating the shit and killing people in rings. That's where I disagree with you, because I, I do think that it matters what card or what match ends the card, I do think that does matter. What's the main event, right? But I think outside of that, you have to strategically place matches. And if you are not going to have your top title of one of the brands headline WrestleMania, why don't you have it open the card? So that way, that that match can go fucking beat this to the whole rest of the card. And you're like, holy shit, they're opening this card with the fucking Universal Championship? This has got to be a fucking stacked WrestleMania. I mean, there's you can also look at it the other way and be like, oh, that just means the title's worth garbage. But I don't necessarily look at it that way because I feel like you have to work the crowd. And if you don't give the crowd time during the show to, like, readjust itself... By the time it gets to the main event, they're going to be spent and burnt out anyhow. So you have to sparingly put matches into in your in, when you're booking them, and you think, okay, where is this match going to fall on crowd reaction and involvement, and how long is it going to be? And but see, like that's where I disagree. I think like the UFC did it right with Brock. Brock wasn't even the main event when he fought a, a woman's 
championship was the main event. He was the co-main event. And they did that because to not, like, if you actually listen to Dana White talk about it, um, and that's why I brought this up is because I listened to a thing where he talked about, um, you know, tarnishing of the belts and stuff like that. Uh, well, like, not tarnishing of the belts, but, like, why they ended up putting Brock where it was. Because he's like, well, you know, well, we don't want to take away from the title. From the title. And yeah, you know I what can, I mean? I understand that. Because then it does, but because, you know. I also feel like, especially in professional wrestling, you have six title matches in a row. It's going to get kind of like, oh, God. I mean, like, maybe not to some people, but, like, I feel like if you don't manipulate the card by moving matches in certain spots, like, if you're just playing them, on like a video game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put, you know, always put your top titles at the top because that's where you want to get to is the top. But I feel like when you're putting real people out there, especially entertainers, pro wrestlers, you have to know what you're going to get from certain people. There's a reason why, you know, Sami Zayn versus Chris Jericho is closer to the top of the card because Chris Jericho is in that match. And Chris Jericho's a great storyteller. They're trying to elevate Sami Zayn. He's got a pass with Kevin Owens. Uh, it's just there's there's reasonings for what they're doing. No, I get I get like having you know them thrown in, having matches thrown in, and separating things. No, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying with all the belts they have, they have to have the Omega. You still have to have the Omega gem. Of the thing. And what is that in wrestling? How can you... No, but what is that? What is the ultimate top belt? It depends on what brand you are. And that's what they're trying to do with this brand extension. And that's what I don't like. But what they're they're doing is they have so many people employed. Is they're basically saying, as the WWE, as one big company, we're going to start two mini companies. One being Raw. And one being SmackDown. No, I get their, I get their, the thing. I get it. It's just, I, I don't take anyone serious that has a belt. It's like ridiculous. There's so many belts. There's so much going on. It's like, don't get me wrong. There's not that many belts though, because there's only one, two, three, four, five on, on Raw. So you have the Universal, the USA, the Intercontinental. Intercontinental is not a Raw title. So you can't think of it as a Raw property. Okay, all right, but, but. I know you look at them as two separate entities. You have to in this in this set but instance. I know. I get what because you're saying. Because there's no, SmackDown will never take part of Raw. I get. I just think that the WWE would be in in my opinion. I just feel like they'd be so much better off being a lot smaller of a thing. But you can't employ as like, many people as you do and not put people out you you can't employ 30 people and only send out five no i get it i get it and the thing is is and maybe they do that so like they have gotten so big because they i mean they definitely monopolize it i mean they monopolize it for the most part i mean there's a half for years yeah you know what i well i guess there's tna and maybe that's why it's garbage that's why they have the two different the two different ones you know i don't know i just I just feel like there's no real true badass, I guess. Like, there's no determining it because there's so many belts, there's so many things. And I get that the Universal Championship for them is their, like, Omega belt. That's, like, their top belt. But it's just, like, it... There's... There's... If they... Divisions. I like, know. Let me, like, let me explain to you. Cruiserweight Championship. No, it's smaller guys. They brought in Cruiserweights, right? Yeah. So those guys, in theory, will only be going for this title. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea. I think you should disperse them throughout the show... And have them go for whatever thing that they want. Okay. I think you should restrict other people based on their weight size for that championship. Women, they're going to do their own thing, so that's another title. Tag team titles, that's just a division of team, which I think is sorely undervalued. Because it's different than any sort of fighting in the, you know, like UFC doesn't have team fighting. And... And that's why I think the WWE doesn't 
capitalize on what should be a much bigger market in tag team wrestling. Then you also have the United States Championship, which is like the B title to the A title in the Universal title. Now, guys can go for any of these titles for the most part, but I feel like you're going to get the same... Or like, 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 there's only going to be so many guys who are going to be able to go for the universal title. No, I know, and I get that. It's still the same old school format they've always had. Like, I get how it all fucking works like that. And what I'm just trying to say is, is with Brock Lesnar doing what he's doing, if he's going to mainline, and then this belt, well, Brock you know, is, but hold on, just let me time. finish. Just let me finish. Just let me finish. Even if he is half the time, he's doing that. These got this belt. I could care about. This belt, you know, the Universal Championship I could care about. The Tag Team Championship I could care about. The women's, eh, kind of. The rest of it, I don't fucking care. It's like, who even gives a That's shit? That's just because you don't care about but those no, divisions. I know. I know I, it's you not, don't care about the future. It's not that you care don't about those divisions. You guy got to the top. So then, yeah. so then, in theory, you have no reason to cheer for him when he is at the top. You're no. just like, who's this schmo all of a sudden going for this top title? That's right. No. It's because you have to watch the entire show as a whole. I, I understand the watching. All right, we're spending a little bit too much time on this shit. We're dragging on. All right. I'm sorry, folks. That was but all, I have that to ask all questions. All right. So, we get to our NFL fantasy news, which is pretty much going to be a lot of League of Enthusiasm talk and Dynasty talk today. Uh, yeah, they're the two leagues that I run, and that's about that. And we'll talk about guys along the way and who we think will be good. Also, I think in the future we should talk about super deep league waiver guys. Because I know when I listen to other shows, it's always the same shit. Oh, you should go out and pick up Kirk Cousins this week. Well, Kirk Cousins was drafted in both my fucking leagues. And you know what? How does that fucking help me? It doesn't. Because I can't go pick up fucking Kirk Cousins or Ty God or maybe I can get Drew or maybe I can get Tom Brady for nothing because someone's freaking out that he hasn't started yet. But like, he's suspended, you dumb fuck. Like, ah! <laughs> Alright, so a little bit too much on that. But in LOE, the high score this week was a guy that I picked to lose. To the Godfather in our very own Guru. Doing it. Locked down 137 points. My team fucking wrecked it. After a disappointing loss last week. Last week we had a loss and it wasn't it wasn't good. But we rebounded with a high score. And it didn't look good. I was nervous. Because I was I sent you a text. I was like, I'm getting destroyed. <laughs> like I was down like 80 to like 16. And then Matt, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston. Guys just started going off. Mike Evans. Woo! There's a lot of points in a short period of time. Let me tell you. And I loved every fucking minute into it. I didn't even need Matt Ryan to play. And then he played, and it was just icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in our LOE MVP race right now, the number one guy in the lead with four votes DeMarco Murray. Hear that, Al? Uh, DeMarco, DeMarco Murray. Murray. Different league, but still. DeMarco uh, Murray. Still uh, not worth the first-round pick in Dynasty, though. No, probably not. But, I mean, maybe. He could be the last one laughing at the end of the year. Who knows? Well, if his team does anything. Or yeah, the last like, guy. when he goes, what, like 7-7 seven and seven <laughs> and screws himself in the draft? <laughs> the number one runner, yeah. <laughs> All right, so tied in second right now with three votes would be Matt Forte, LeGarrette Blunt. And David Johnson. Boo. And then with two votes in third place, a bunch of guys and teams. C.J. Anderson, Bills defense, D'Angelo Williams, Broncos defense, Brandon Cooks, Panthers defense, Matt Jones. Nope. Marvin Jones. Larry Fitzgerald and Doug Baldwin. Did you say Doug Baldwin's in there? I did. Doug Baldwin has two votes. Oh. For MVP. Oh, isn't that my player? I don't know, but you can yeah, fuck off. It is. Like Doug Baldwin. Yeah, I know, because he talked mad shit, and I picked him up, and he's had, like... He's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. He's such a bum. I think he is 
destroying Odell Beckham Jr. right now. Well, and I would be I would I would totally make a fucking board bet on from here on out. From this week forward, who finishes better? This would, week forward, so we reset. Yeah, to we zero? reset. To zero. Oh yeah, I'll take that for $10. sure. Ten dollars. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Let's gamble. All right. All right, and then we have the Aaron Hernandez Quarterback of the Year award, and in first place, tied for four votes, we have Andrew Luck, Blake Bum Bortles, Ben Roethlisberger, Carson Palmer. Cam Newton, and Jameis Winston. And then all by his lonesome with three votes in second place, Drew Brees. Hey, who has Jameis Winston again? Oh, wait, I have Jameis Winston. Oh, so I have, I have guys in both? Oh, man, I have guys in both, huh? Okay. Hey, I was hey, just checking. I, I'm, I'm a big I'm fan of Jameis. I'm not, I'm not Famous saying Jameis is bad. I love Jameis. He was a steal. I mean, I don't, see, I don't see Mariota on any of this fucking sheet right now. <laughs> I don't see any fucking Mariota. Oh, Nowhere to be found. He is not. And then in uh, third place, we have two votes. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Eli Manning, and a Matthew Stafford. Who is Matthew Stafford? That's right, motherfucker. I do. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. You're yeah, three. Off. I mean, I guess you could turn it around. Your team's not, your team's actually solid looking. Yeah, my team's you, solid. You have the most points scored against you. You have the most points scored against you. Oh god, a sad sack in LOE 0-3, last place. You said I will turn it around. And uh, you know what? My week three picks weren't all that great either. I went two and three. But this week we're gonna turn it around when we start off with Fucking the Sportsy Squad 0-3 is going to beat the 1-2 Johnson's out for Harambe. I, that, I think that's how you pronounce that gorilla's name. I don't remember. Which one? Where? What are you talking about? That gorilla that got murked at the Cincinnati Zoo. Oh, well, that's based out. When that's part of his team name. Oh. But I'm picking the Sportsy Squad to win. And then we're going to go. Uh, oh, who are you going to pick to win that one? I will take... Who are you going against? Trey. I'm going to go Trey. Oh, bum. I want to see the O and 4 Sportsy Show. He's rocking the show name. Sportsy He's cursing squad, us. Sportsy Squad, whatever. I kind of like the show. It's it's our team. It's the show's team. I mean, come no, on. No, I have no affiliation <laughs> with that piece of shit. Okay, so <laughs> go to your team is uh, two and one uh, versus the Weapon X Project, who is one and two. I have picked your team begrudgingly because Blake Bortles sucks, Jake. And you know it's it's really bad. I folks have serious serious running back problems in that league. I had Adrian Peterson. Thomas Rawls, Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy's on by. The other two are fucked. <laughs> Droppable at this point. And then I it depends waiver wire. I'm not speaking on who I have in the mix for waiver wire. Pat's on the wire. And I don't need a banner over here picking up my fucking hopefully picking up. And it's not the obvious pickup, folks. It's not a top guy. On the list, but he's a secret. He's a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> he's going All after right. secret kickers, folks. I will also. Ugh. You gonna pick yourself? You gotta like fucking his matchups, though, man. That's what's scary. Is I kind of like his matchups. Hey, we just go off of the fact that he's got Blake Bortles starting. But yeah. We're going to go, I don't know, I got Houston's defense, and now I'm a little bit worried. No J.J. Watt. Not that he was playing amazing, but still. The J.J. Yeah, Wattless Houston. The J.J. Wattless Houston. Yeah, they've been J.J. Wattless all season. Well, they, I mean, well, and they haven't been great. <laughs> I mean, they've been okay, but against who, the Bears? Yeah, they'll Ugh. play good against bums and bad uh, against stallions. Yeah. All right, well. so then we've got uh, – so are you picking yourself to win that game, bitch? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, – myself all right Definitely. then we've got the two and one the two and two the two, two and, and one yetis versus the two and one come get some uh come get some's in real fucking trouble with no second quarterback ready to go because they've got aaron Rodgers on a bye and they've got another guy also on a bye Wentz. 
Yeah. So he, but he does. He, I mean, there's people to pick up. There, well, there's Hoyer, there's Kessler, not and Keenum. Guys out there. Yeah. Do you really want Case Keenum or fucking Kessler out there on your squad? If you, if you're him, and you got to pick out of the three, Hoyer against Detroit, Kessler against Washington, or Keenum against Arizona. Oh, I pick up fucking. Fucking Hoyer for sure against Detroit. Detroit's got a weak defense. Yeah, like, They're my team, but they don't have a good defense. They will outscore the fuck out of Chicago because Chicago's defense is Swiss fucking cheese. Uh, Chicago has a legit chance to go in sixteen. I'm hoping that 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 the game looks so obvious on paper that you're like, yeah, Detroit's just gonna roll them. That it's like all of a sudden a fucking. Like nine to three bears. <laughs> at least, at least Detroit can take Jeffrey out. They've got, they've got a really good corner in Darius Slay. Another big Jim Miller game. You're gonna see my man, yo man, Howard with the ball, the new until he goes down. And starting quarterback, running back. No. Yes, another thing. Uh, everyone that's in our dynasty, have a quick chuckle right now because if you don't know, now you know. Chuck Banner, $20 for Joy Bell. Is $20 for Bell, and I can't believe you did it. I Look at my team. I know. Where do I need help at? But I'm just saying, like, even right now, you need help at running back. Yeah, so I picked up a running back, and I overpaid for him because it's fucking fab, and who cares? You either lose it or use it. Lose it or use it. I'm just saying, like, Sean Drone even, man. No, I'm just kidding. Not Sean Drone. You don't want Sean Drone. No, yeah. Why the fuck am I going to pick up Sean Drone? Um, I dropped James White. Honestly, that's who I'd probably pick I up. I think the real steal that we're, we should Thompson. be talking about is how I got fucking Troll prior for $16. Well, that's because I dropped him. It's Dynasty League. We'll see. Meaning I can keep him for pennies on the dollar. And if he ends up being a top 20 guy, I got to steal. Yeah, you did. But I don't think you do. I don't think he is. And I just, he wouldn't be starting for me. I had I had to drop him. I had to make room. I'm not going to say that he's going to be a starter, but he's. I had to cock block Tom and make sure he wasn't able to pick up like Asiata. But then I paid for it. Tom really got over with me. Not only did Andrew Luck suck this past week, folks. But then Matt Ryan went off. The guy that we talked all oh, so much shit about. But I still don't like Matt Ryan. Well, no. Matt Ryan has statistically started well, and Matt Ryan's schedule from here on out gets fucking brutal. Yeah, no, he has a bad schedule, but we'll see the Falcons do. So you look know pretty, what? If you have any Falcons, Falcons look sell good. now. Nah, I don't sell think them that. to me. Sell them to me. So I can fucking sell them to someone else. Yeah, and... right. You fucking lying bastard. No, I don't want any of your Falcons players to be honest, unless no. you're gonna give me Julio Jones for nothing. Watching Freeman, dude. Freeman, Freeman. Still, I know Colby got. Shit, sure, folks, I'm a lazy pile of shit. But uh, I know Freeman or Coleman got the goal line looks, but in my opinion, Freeman looked really good in that game. Yeah, but the fact that they still love Coleman. Oh no, makes... I think that I think they're an ultimate. I think they are legitimately a one-two that you could play and just hope, hope or not hope, but get That's twenty what we're a game. Get when I get Jamal Charles back, bitch. No. I'm gonna have that Spencer Ware Jamal Charles one two fucking punch. No, not happening. <laughs> it's gonna be better than fucking Al's Demarco Murray, fucking Henry punch, <laughs> where Henry jabs you for fucking like two points. <laughs> Yeah, hey, fucking run twenty yards, bitch. Yeah, well, that's because he's getting dominated. All right, so we touches. still have two more picks in LOE here, folks. The guru got off fucking track, but I'm picking the Yetis to win over Come Get Some. Uh, the lack of quarterbacks is obvious. That's why I'm doing it. All right, so then we've got the three and O champion third and Nazis versus the Godfather one and two. Now. If you don't know, now you know. This league is cursed if you're a champ. You typically do fucking awful the year after winning a championship. So why is Duck John 3-0? Why are the Nazis so good? I don't know. Ignorance is bliss. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's going to get his, and it starts this week. Troy Boy is going to go 2-2. I'm picking the Godfather to win. The Godfather to knock off the fucking three and zero. I don't know, uh, man. I don't know. I think Troy is actually quarterback situations looking 
fucking bad. I, I think it's looking really rough for him. I mean, let's go to it. Let's go. What league are we in here? LOE. LOE, right? Yeah. All right. I think you're right. I mean, how do you not? I'll go with The Godfather. I'm going to go with The Godfather, actually, now that I look at it. And in the last match of week four for the League of Enthusiasm, we have Rob's Zombies versus the Mac Flop Servin. Uh, Rob's Zombies are 2-1, and one, which is crazy. I know. I know. And then uh, Floppy is 1-2. Uh, and two. I don't know what happened to Jordan's team. I mean, it goes off and then it sucks. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm going to go with the zombies here. I don't know why or how, but... I will also be going with the zombies. I like it. I mean, I don't think Calvin... Ah, you know what? I'm going to change that. Kelvin Benjamin against Atlanta and just his his quarterback matchups are fucking juicy. Actually, I'm going to go flop. I have faith the flop drops the fucking deuce on Rob. Well, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, we only disagree on two matches. The first one, which would be you're picking Trey's Johnson to beat the Sportsy Show, which is really the Sportsy Squad. But, uh, you know, like, other than that, we're, we're kind of on the same path here with a lot of things, huh? Yeah, and then you're picking Flop against uh, uh, the Zombies, and I'm picking the Zombies. But, uh, on to Dynasty. So last week, last week, uh, I don't remember exactly who I picked to win a lot of these matches. I think I picked Jake to beat Ken as the Gotham City Rogue to beat the Redskin Redskins, but the Redskin Redskins actually won. I believe I picked you to beat... The heart attacks yes, and the heart attacks I. won. Yes, and I believe I picked the anal rapist to beat the Pittsburgh feelers. That's just a whole game of rape. Yeah, that was actually uh, Mark destroyed. And in in it was a closely contested uh, affair, wasn't it? Yeah, it was because of uh, Devontae Freeman's Monday night excursion of destruction. Just, Destruction, yeah. And, I mean, it could have been even worse because Tevin went, Coleman got three of those touchdowns. Now, has Tobias Funk won a game? Uh, yes. Everyone's won a game. We don't have – I don't think we have anyone on the Schneid in that league. No? We have no one who has lost all their and games. And only you stand alone. I do stand alone. And as the soul 3-0, and oh, the Cosby crew coming for you. The Cosby – Don't fall asleep around my team. Uh you heard it here first, folks. And you know what's crazy? Is we don't have any 2 and one teams playing each other. We don't have any. Oh, yeah, any. you're right. There are none. <laughs> it's just going to make... Uh... It's going to make things real interesting. And if all the 500 teams, or if all the below 500 teams win, all the one and twos, it's just like a, to- it's like a restart. Except for me at the time. Except top. for you, you'll still have it. Like even you know if you. You know I'm I'm taking myself. I'm three and zero. Oh, I'm facing the one and two, heart attacks. So Tom, you're gonna go one and three and just you you know you're right on path to to shit in the bed and getting a nice high pick, in the rookie draft next year. But you know what that means for me? That just that just means that guys like Demarco Murray, further lose value to me, because it means I can win, with no running backs. Well, I... Because you know who I'm starting at running back this week? Jamal Charles. Kansas City. That's who I'm starting at running back this week. (laughs) I mean, that's a ballsy thing, but I think you might get goose egged by Charles with a no-show. If that's how you pull. Who who else do I got to start? Nobody. Joint Bell? No. Yeah, I can start Joint Bell. That's the only other person on my roster that I can start. He won't actually touch the ball. (laughs) <laughs> I got. I gotta believe that Jamal Charles is gonna like go. This is the week, man. Chuck Banner needs me to roll out here and fucking fall. Into I got the to end imagine zone. you'll know by Sunday morning what's or by Sunday what's gonna happen. Yeah, you know what? I think I can roll with the goose egg in that spot and still fucking win. Your choice, man. I don't think you do, and that's why I'm picking the lose. Well, I'm good. All right, next we have. The CM Kings are going to tap out 
to the Pittsburgh Feelers. See what I did there? No. Um, They're both one and two teams. This is going to be a shit show. I mean, the Kings are starting Kessler. Um, I Kessler's not a horrible choice if you've watched people play against Washington. I mean, he didn't look horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, right he was there. like... 20, right he was like 22 of 33 passing, no interceptions. He did have a fumble that did lead to the you know game-winning drive for the other team in overtime, but he played fucking good. So, I mean... He, it was I, also against Miami. Okay, it was against Miami, and who are they playing? Washington, yeah. Okay, my point. Shit show. Yeah, I'll go with the CM Kings here. I like the Kings. Let's go, Robbie. Take it up and hatch. All right, so now we got Tobias Funk, Anal Rapist versus Gotham City Rogue. Uh, we have uh, the the Rapist is one and two, and the Rogue is two and one. I and like Tom, Gotham City I watched City the here. video. I know. I think it's funnier to say Anal Rapist. I... I'm going with Rogue. I'm I mean, going Rogue, too. I mean, Phelpsy was a... Was a I look at this and I think every single position he has the better player, and I like every I single also, position. This, this is dynasty, so I think it's fair to say, last year he was a playoff team, right? He's doing good again. Last year I was a playoff team. I'm doing good again. I could see imps playoff team last year. They're two and one. I picked them to beat, make deflate, make America deflate again. Who is our defending champion? Who I picked to go one and three. But then week five, they get the brady Rogers combo at quarterback, which is going to be fucking gross. Yeah, that'll be nice. Well, that's why I'm hoping that Trey goes one and three to start the season and catches bad luck down the road. And yeah, you know, then see you the only need to lose a couple matches. We could have the Redskins sneak in there or you sneak in there. And I don't think I'm a sneak in their team. I think my team is. Good, Bill. If Brandon Marshall can get his goddamn head out of his ass, I'll be all right. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I feel safer losing a game down the line because I think my team is fucking stacked. Um, I think your your starters, I think you're stacked, but I think your injury away at quarterback from it being a rough toll. I mean, I guess you could say that for anyone. Yeah. Not really. I mean, I feel really good with who I have as backups for quarterbacks. My, my backup is. Philip Rivers. That's not bad. I have better backup than people have starters. Fucking the Kings are starting Cody Kessler, and I've got Philip Rivers riding the pine. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about your team. I don't get me wrong. I think this week, ah, I did go against you, but maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> well, the more I'm looking at it. You know what? I'm changing my pick before things go on. I'm actually going to go with you because now that I'm looking, I'm like, wait, hold on. Rashad Jennings probably ain't playing. <laughs> Matt Ryan at home against Carolina. Prescott, I thought that's a tough game, but Des Bryant might not even play too. His team has a lot more guys up in the air. Yeah, his guy, has, he does. I mean, you you could have, have an absolute goose egg. I with could one have guy. a goose egg with two spots, in my opinion. You could. Julius Thomas could put up a goose egg if he doesn't City. play. And Jamal Charles could put up a goose egg. And I, th- I think Kansas City could end up getting torn up too. I mean, they're at Pitt. I don't know, man. I mean, fucking. I know, but I think the Eagles are fucking legit. And I don't I, I mean, you can tell me all day, but Casey. You're going to tell me that Casey doesn't look legit, dude? No. Dude, they got destroyed by who? The second week of the season? Destroyed. What was this? Who were they playing? I forget who it was. But it was embarrassing. It was bad and it was embarrassing. It was so bad. Who the fuck was it? Oh, it's not even that memorable. But still. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not memorable at But all. I know it was like bad. Or actually, it wasn't an embarrassingly bad loss. But it was 19 to 12 Texans. All right, so that's not a bad loss. It's not that good. And the, they did come back against the Chargers. But the Chargers were destroying them quick. I, no, I don't like that defensive play. It's it, you have you, your game is actually a cough up, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt with your team being three and zero, just because I mean they have done good, but you're I mean you're. N- <sighs> Oops, sorry folks, that was you, Tom, right now. 
Texted you know, me to probably, play a game. Probably gonna edit that out. Yeah, you leave it out. I've funny. been writing down spots where I need to make small edits. Hear that, folks? He's cutting out all the excitement around here. It's not exciting to hear a text noise. I'm in ten, Tom. Alrighty then. So, oh right, so I have the rogue beating the anal rapist. I believe you do too. Yes. And then we get to your game, the Guru versus the Redskins. Redskins, you're one and two, and the skins are two and one. But you know what? I'm actually picking you to win this. I like me to win it too. Um, I don't like my defensive matchup. There's a reason, and I don't remember why. Because he has Fitzpatrick in Seattle. Oh, no, it's because he's got a... I mean, like, I guess it's because he has a zero at D'Angelo Williams. He has no one else to put in. You know, I hear you guys saying, oh, well, you got a zero with fucking Jamal Charles. What if Jamal Charles comes in and falls in the fucking end zone, people? Then I look like a fucking genius, all right? Shut your fucking mouth. If he doesn't play... Then he has no chance. That's where D'Angelo Williams will play. He will get some touches. He might get him two, five points. I like myself there too. I think I should win that. Um, I got tough matchups. If Snead is in, I'm benching Marshall. I have to. I have no choice at this point. Snead is a pimp. Marshall was a beast last year, and I think the ship has sailed. I think the ship might have sailed with the Jets. The six-pick game by Fitzpatrick has me... Weary? Just a little bit. And speaking of weary and ship has sailed, I think the ship has sailed on our champion, Make America Deflate Again, who is one and two in a heartbreaking loss last week to the Cosby crew, yours truly. See... The highest score outside of our game last week was 121 points, right? And then that was high for anybody else. I mean, there was people winning with like 78, I think. But Trey got 136 points, and I crushed him like a grape. What'd you get? 166. You put up 166 in Dynasty, huh? 166. I didn't even look at it. I and I was all it. like, yeah, bitch. Fuck you. I'm going to put Drew Brees in there and That's ruin the... your fucking night, motherfucker. Yeah, that was a good uh, game. That was, that was destruction at its finest. Um, I will also go with keep the imp hand strong to keep it rolling. And so the only games that we disagree on is just one. You think the Kings are going to beat the Feelers. I think the Feelers are going to beat the Cody Kessler-led Kings. Let's go Kessler, baby. Nice pickup, uh, Robert. I think it was a gem. And you heard it here first, folks. The guru thinks that Kessler is a gem, and I think he's a joke. Uh, I think we all know who's smarter in that transaction. Well, thanks for complimenting me. Until next time. Later.